are we? Yes. Cool. Cool. Start off. I don't know how to do it. How do you you're, just start talking? I'm shy. <laughs> shy about what? No one's no one can see you. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever episode of Date Night In Podcast. Bye. I'm gonna say bye. <laughs> Let's do this again. Okay. Welcome to the first episode of Date Night In Podcast. My name is Ariel. And I'm Jordy. Nice Thank to meet you. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> it might take us some time to get in the hang of this. For me at least. For you, you've done this. This is episode one of a very amusing. intricate, amusing, I'll say intricate. Intricate. Intricate series, because we're literally going to talk about some do's and don'ts, culturistic things. Do's and don'ts? Yeah. There's do's and don'ts in everything. Okay. Literally everything. There's do's and don'ts. You don't figure it out until you do the don't, and then you figure out it is a don't. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in with us. <laughs> this should be a fun journey. Um, We're mostly going to focus on growing up together. And growing up as an adult, learning about new things, and... Mind you, adulthood sucks, so be a yeah. lot of qualms. It could be about relationships, or anything else, really. We just uh, want to speak our minds, I guess. Pretty much. Yes. Do we need to do an introduction? About what? Of who we are? Uh, uh, brief one. Brief one. Brief introduction. Okay. Ladies first. Ladies first? Yeah. Oh no, I hate talking about myself. Oh well. I feel like this is a job interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already said my name earlier. I don't know what else to say. What do you do for I'm work? I'm 25 years old. Um, like, what field, like what field? Do you remember you those uh, when in chat rooms? What is ASL? ASL? I don't pay attention to the chat rooms. I was a nerd. You didn't know those? <laughs> I was a nerd. I didn't even go in chat rooms. ASL means like age, sex, location. Oh. So my age is 25. <laughs> I feel like we're on a dating, speed dating right now. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a woman. I hope. I hope. <laughs> Why are you saying I hope? <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah. And location. We are in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing much else to say about that. Yeah. Pretty basic. Pretty basic. You're just basic over here. Literally. <laughs> Don't need to be extravagant. Yeah. The world's too expensive for extravagant, so. What about you? 28 male Canada. <laughs> the most basic man you'll ever meet. I think you're basic. You oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, you know a lot of things I don't, and I know a lot of things you don't. Mm. Right? Knowledge-wise, we're not basic, but when it comes to just, we're not your typical young adult couple. Couple. If you want to call it that. Yeah. This is a show about being a young adult couple. In this world, in this economy, this wacky economy. (laughs) (laughs) 
we can just dive into what we're going to talk about today. Well, here's a question. Why did you start this podcast? Why did I start this podcast? Or what made you want to start this podcast? Because it's generally your idea to start with. It is my idea. I've always labeled myself as more of a creative person. Mm Mm-hmm. More than, like, logical. And yet? Yeah, I've always been more a creative person instead of a uh, logical, smart person. So, I just wanted to explore different outlets, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like to talk. I like to discuss things. <laughs> I don't know why you sound so shy on the mic. Like, literally no one can see you. <laughs> I know. But... It just takes some getting used to. Does it? I, I, by the third episode, I'll probably just keep talking and talking and not shut up and. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. So, well, well, I'm just, I'm just warming up still. <laughs> but it's, it's fun so far. Are you having fun? Oh yeah. <laughs> this thing in my hand is little power. Like you can awesome. say whatever you want. Yeah. Exactly. Just don't get an angry mob after you like I did. So. Angry mob. Yeah. You had an angry mob after you? Well, I kind of pissed off some Jewish people before, so. Let's not do that. Let's not do it that. It wasn't anything show. controversial that I said. This is a new slate over here. It's only because I said something that was true that they don't want to keep coming up again. That's the only thing. Well, truthfully, truthfully, I don't really want anything controversial. That's not controversial. Just acknowledge that something exists that they claim doesn't, and that's it. Yeah. So. Well, this is more of like a <laughs> lighthearted kind of learning, growing pains, just discussing and then sharing what we've learned type of podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Simplistic, basic, love it. Yeah. All right, what's first? You got the list of topics. So, our favorite activity to do together. That's is a good question. What? Traveling. I think that's one of our favorite things to do. I'll say that's top three. Top two and not two. <laughs> you know, go steal a drink bar. It's top two and not two. I mean, who doesn't love to travel? I mean, who doesn't? But at the same time, traveling can be stressful. Yeah. But you choose your battles. It's. I think it's a greater reward than it is not a reward okay so then when it comes to traveling how does one say a couple should travel how does a couple how would one say a couple should travel like what would you say is the best kind of travel first class economy (laughs) airplane car bus train can afford really anything that you can feel comfortable and be confident about and have fun about Mm mm-hmm I think you should choose that. If you can afford to fly business class, first class, why wouldn't you? Right? Like, but the thing is, we always say this, you and I, that traveling is a privilege. Not a right. Not a right. So those of you out there getting mad about things going on in the world now? Okay, stop it. Just saying. I'm just saying. You see it when you're traveling. People get upset and entitled. You're like, side eye. (laughs) Side eye. Um, yeah, I think people forget that part. Like, traveling is a privilege, and not everybody gets access to that. We're blessed enough to be able to. A lot. A lot, and 
you know, like, when you're older and you get to do things on your own, you want to, you're curious about the world and you want to explore the world and learn about. Very true. What, what else is outside this city? And with that said, like, growing up comes with a lot of things that you think about. You know, like... Lots of things. Bills. Bills. Investments. Possibility of living on your own. Yeah. Future. Especially when you're with a partner that's the same values as you. Same outlook on life and same goals in life. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay, does having different goals present a challenge here? What? Does having different goals than your partner present a challenge? Having different goals? I think it depends. You have to choose what it is that you really can't negotiate with. Mm -hmm. You know, people say you have to have non-negotiables in a relationship. So. What are your non-negotiables then? Just as an example. Non-negotiable would be like. I can't even think of one. <laughs> it could be something as simple as like they have to be respectful. Fair enough. That's a non-negotiable with their with their family, with their parents, with their friends. Just respectful nature. Or it could be something big like you can't have no kids. <laughs> You know, like that's a non that's a non negotiable. Like I'm not dating anybody with no kids. I think it's more of a preference than it is a non negotiable. Non negotiable is like your preference. Right? Like that's something that you will not accept while dating someone. Or you will you will accept and if they can't then you won't negotiate about it. You won't argue about it. You just will drop it. <laughs> fair enough. Right? That's a non negotiable. That's fair. I just feel like not dating someone with kids is more like a, it's a borderline preference, non-negotiable. It's in the middle. To me, that's a non-negotiable. Like, I'm not going to argue about you with that. It's like. It's not an argument. It's just saying. It's a discussion. <laughs> but I'm just. Okay. <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> What's next? That's really what a non-negotiable is. (laughs) But you were asking earlier what the goals are for, or if you have different goals in a relationship. You just have to, see, a big thing in a relationship is sacrifice. So if you're willing to sacrifice some of your different goals to... To accommodate to your partners, Mm -hmm. it really will depend on how much you want them or like them. So you're so in essence saying you're attractive. Your the attraction you have to someone can depend on goals as well. Attraction? Yeah. I always associate attraction with like looks. So never like any internal stuff. Like ambition or 
drive or that's pretty Oh, you know what? That's true. That's true. I lied. I, I take it back. Attraction can come from that as well. Right. Yeah. You know, like when a guy has... Or anybody, when somebody has kind of like a drive and stuff, if you... If you're attracted to that, then you'll you'll be driven towards them, like you'll be drawn to it. You'll be drawn to them. That's what I meant to say. Right. Yeah. Or if they have the traits that you want in a relationship, then you'll be drawn to them. Fair enough. But yeah, it all depends on like what you're willing to accept, mm-hmm. because if if you're somebody that's dating to to marry and be with that person then you have to kind of accept people's flaws nobody's perfect right right and if you and i think if you keep your standards way way up and also be that same person that's like well why doesn't nobody well you're never going to me meet up? anybody if that's the case yeah i think you should you know like if you what you really want is to be in a relationship and you have to loosen up your some threads, you know, you have to loosen up a bit and kind of I don't know what I'm trying to say. You have to loosen up a bit and just not everybody will have every single thing on you your You got to be willing to explore and not expect perfection. Yeah, and not everybody will have every single thing checked off your list well you they know? never will but perfection doesn't exist exactly nobody is perfect and you aren't perfect either you know you're not gonna go in dating somebody when you got problems on your own exactly. of your own and expect them to fix them all exactly. that's not gonna work so it's like don't go into a new relationship or even like a dating situation thinking that i have it all you never do because mm-hmm. guarantee you're gonna figure out something about yourself that's like, damn, yeah, that's new. And a lot of people, I think, wait until they're the most perfect person until they start a relationship, which is totally fine. Mm. Well, as we just said, there's no such thing as perfection. Yeah, but well, well, like until they're like your own standard of readiness. Yeah, I would say. It's like when you feel emotionally and mentally ready mm-hmm. to do it, then you go into it. Yeah. But a good majority of people in this world are never at that level when they get into it. And it's okay if you're not ready mentally and physically and emotionally for a relationship. Like when the time comes and for you, if it feels right, mm-hmm. even if you're going through a lot of things and you get to decide, like maybe if it feels right... I'm I'm never against people who are like who um choose I wouldn't say the benefit of the doubt but like they just you know they don't let past relationships define like their present. how it's going to be in the future and how yeah like even if you've been wronged in the past I think you should just keep trying or just not give up Maybe I am never, um, yeah, I think people should just keep trying and, fair enough. or not keep trying, but don't give up on love, you know, don't give up on like, don't stereotype the idea of a relationship. Just never finding, yeah, never finding the person you'll.
happy with for and don't compare your relationship that's another yeah. big thing like don't do that because yeah. you're only setting yourself up for disappointment if you yeah. do that yeah yeah excuse me <laughs> alright so what's on the docket for today well speaking of like speaking of pretty serious relationships and to me this is my first ever relationship mm-hmm. that feels very like you're on track to do something Right. you're on track to marriage you're on track to living together families and all that this is the first one I've ever been in where it feels like everything's on track and everything's lining up. All the stars are lining up. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the things we discuss is um, what our future is going to look like. Right. Mostly in reference to future. Yeah. So, you know, like, pretty much I'm just trying to bring up that question of, do we save up for our future or do we live in the moment? Do we take every opportunity to enjoy what we are right now? Or do we start those building blocks to start our future? I think the fundamental question for that would be what are your priorities? Yeah. What are your goals? Like those have to fall in line with what you want your relationship to be because you could be with someone that doesn't care about owning property or having sustainable finances they just want to go out every weekend or go to a different country every month you know Mm -hmm. what i mean that doesn't present long-term stability but the the question is is it possible to do both things it's possible to do both however you have to do it based on what what order of your priorities it's in so like let's say you want to travel but you want to live together yeah accomplish living together first then travel yeah because if you keep traveling you're never going to live together because you're constantly spending the money you're supposed to save to live together just to travel Mm -hmm. so people need to remember traveling is not just buying a plane ticket it's also like your food your place to stay Mm -hmm. your transport while you're there whether it's rentals meaning gas or public transit meaning passes and reloads then shopping because every woman no matter where they go they want to shop even if the woman that tells you they don't shop where they travel that's bullshit they travel so idealist idealistically ideally yeah ideally i would say it's like you rather save get the place first Mm mm-hmm then travel once you do that traveling becomes easier because how here's the difference now now that you live together you don't have to worry about where do you meet what do you do like who's getting where or who's getting to such and such even from the same place this is like before marriage well that comes down to morals yeah and your your own families as well because believe it or not your parents will have a say in that whether you want them to or not and a lot of people nowadays like they do live together before they're married but it does weigh on them mm-hmm. not everyone has the situation but i know some people where it does weigh on them they do think about the things their parents have told them yeah. and they always think back to it mm-hmm. so it's all about morals at that point whether you want to live together 
It's like, okay, great. And then you check the priority off your list as long as you're morally okay with it. Yeah, exactly. If you can accept that and if you can swallow that and, Mm -hmm. you know, like if it won't bite at you for the rest of your life, that's, you know, then do it. And that's with anything in life, mm -hmm. right? And anything in a relationship. It's also too, like, you have to remember, you're living with someone that's new to you. Just because you're dating them and all that kind of stuff, great. What are they like when they're at home? Sure, you might be to their house all the time, but nine out of ten men will clean their house to perfection or mm-hmm. however they feel it looks mm-hmm. to perfection. Mm-hmm. Just so the woman is comfortable. Yeah. Then when the woman leaves, you don't know what happens. And this is not saying like moving in together without It's a bad idea. It's a bad thing. There's nothing wrong to me, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. It's just, you know, like a lot of things come into play when you actually live together and mm-hmm. And you see each other every day, and hopefully when you are doing that, you're in the right track of... Towards marriage. Marriage, or just being together forever. <laughs> right, you don't have to be married to be together yeah, forever. Like, exactly. There's communal relationships. Yeah. However, the ideal goal at the end of all of it is comfortability. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable being with this person mm-hmm. one-on-one? Are you not going to come to your partner 10 years later of living together like... When are you going to propose? Right. <laughs> like, well, with the ring and resent them, right? Well, to the men that wait 10 plus years to propose, what are you doing? As long as, you know, <laughs> you you don't move in with someone expecting things and leaving with resentment. Right. right. But it's but in light to that, if you're waiting 10 years to propose, the question would be, what's the problem? Because what's holding you back? <laughs> yeah. What priority have you not checked off your list? To go ahead what with that. What else it. are you, yeah. What's driving you not to be married? Right, because if you're already living together, you're sharing the expenses, you're having a happy life, what's stopping you? Is it because you already have the comfortability? And that's where the danger comes in. Because if you're too comfortable, start forgetting about the things you're supposed to do. Which yeah. is also one reason as to why some people hold off living together. Because mm-hmm. there's that comfortability where they're doing everything they're supposed to do when they live apart. Like, you know, the house stays clean, the laundry gets done, the bills get paid. When you live with somebody else and things start getting split up and they start divvying up, you know, tasks and priorities inside the house, the one that feels the most comfortable not to do anything tends to not do it at all. And then that brings on the fights. And then the fights bring on the problems. And then the problems bring on the separation. Mm. So it's all just a domino effect of how comfortable are you once your priorities have been set and accomplished. And there's not, no other goals for you to do instead of right. other than getting married. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Mm. You know, like what if everything is checked off? Even like, what if the baby part is also checked off? Right. Well, that's that's the big part right there. Is like that... you already have kids with this person. You've been together ten plus years. You're engaged, maybe. Well, that's a red flag. If you have kids together and the priorities on one end stop versus the other, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Because. But people are different. Right. Maybe some people don't believe in marriage. Maybe they grew up and their parents were divorced and, mm-hmm. you know, they have that fear in the back of their head. So I think, like, the point is, my point of this discussion really is just, like, just being a couple in, in general. Just being with someone that you see a stable life with in mm-hmm. the future. It doesn't matter what the status is, really. Um that's a whole different topic, I think, for us to discuss. But 
more so on like how do you have fun while building a future together how do you and for me having fun is traveling right like and that's truthfully traveling is a big expense it takes a lot to do it like it's not so much just the expenses like the financial part the expense is also time yeah because you have to be if you're going to travel somewhere are you going to get to do everything you want to do versus what they want to do? Or are you both going to agree to disagree to do some things together? And that's where, that's another topic as well. Right. The things you learn when you travel with somebody. Mm-hmm. People be it's stressed out. a lot of out. things you learn about your person. Travel brings, the, this is the test that I usually tell most people that I meet, is that if you get into a new relationship, great. Travel with them by themselves. Yeah. You will see the true human being come out because they will be stressed out, high, high, very high anxiety, or they'll be very calm. They'll be very like, okay, Mm -hmm. one step at a time. That's where you see people's true colors when they're in a situation they can't control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they try to control it. So if you travel with somebody in a new relationship, that's where a deciding factor should come. We've been through that already. Yeah. And it's, truthfully, it's, I think every couple should experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, not to test, really. I want to say it's test. It's not a test. It's, it's more of a like. It's a test, but not a test. It's a different way of seeing your partner. See them outside their comfort zone. Yeah. And also how you react to somebody in outside of the comfort zone while you're also outside your comfort zone. So you're basically like, no, you both get to react to each other. Yeah. So like I said, traveling is a big expense and it's not it's it's borderline a luxury at this point. Right. Traveling. But it's a good way to bond with your partner. It's a mm-hmm. good way to see the world and learn about yourself and learn about your partner and other things in life. And it's enriching, I feel, in in a relationship. And we'll dive into, like, our opinions on, like, how couples should travel. I wouldn't say it's a general wide opinion, but we'll give our opinions based on, like, how it should work. It's worked for us, essentially. Yeah. So it'll be more like opinions and tips. But at the end of it, travel is a luxury, as she said. It's also, you know, it's a skill builder. Because Mm -hmm. you start to learn things that you can then apply to your everyday life. Yeah, it's enriching not only to you or your other partner, but together, too. Like, a lot of people have learned how to budget from traveling. Yeah. They've learned how to, you know... If we have this, if we have this amount of money, we're able to do this. Right. Exactly, yeah. Or people have learned new recipes to bring to their households because of traveling. That's right, babe. Like, Like, you take a lot of things from it that you bring into your daily life. Yeah. And it enriches both sides. Your your girl could bring one in. Your man brings one in. Ideally, it builds character. Mm-hmm. Builds it skill. Does. It builds experiences. And experiences build stories. Do you think traveling is necessary? Traveling is not necessary. For a relationship? No. Traveling is not necessary, exactly. It's, like you said, it's a luxury. Yeah. You don't need to travel to have a relationship. Because, let's look at generations prior where travel wasn't necessarily accessible yeah but we see those couples stay together almost 50 60 years honestly the necessary the necessary thing for a relationship is just to be nice to each other Mm. that's really just it 
be nice, compliment, lift each other up, hold mm-hmm. each other accountable, and show love to one another. Because mm-hmm. you can do that all without Just traveling. Just be nice. <laughs> you would think that phrase of you know being in a relationship is so basic. Just be nice. Yeah, but it's harder for but some people than most. For me. Really? <laughs> Not like, okay, that sounds bad. I take yeah. it back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's hard to be nice and perk and, like, perk up all the time and be happy you well you know? shouldn't be perked up all the time Not, yeah I, I mean like it's nice it's hard to just keep up with it sometimes i think you just you just learn a lot of things when you're with someone for a while the code to a relationship is balance yeah being able to balance your emotions your mentality your physicality just find balance in all of that quality of life something that you need in your life essentially because quality brings value and then value brings prosperity and then mm-hmm. prosperity brings long brings a long-term kind of thinking because mm-hmm. if you have that quality of life now it's second nature to you yeah so it's all just about development you shouldn't have it like on the fly if anyone had that on the fly then it's like you can get with anybody any day of the week but mm-hmm. that's not how it works anymore mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. think about nowadays meeting somebody that you end up dating that takes place on the internet <laughs> or anybody can make shit up and it's like oh this is like the it's great person you nowadays. met it's right hard. meeting in person like how we did it's not normal yeah. you know it's not something norm anymore where it's like oh you go on social media great you met them awesome it's different now because mm-hmm. you can rate whatever you want and then come to terms and figure out if this is true or not mm-hmm. so it's harder it's it's like your personal it's more your, more stressful if you it's like y- people already know you before they know you. you well yeah they build they build their version of your character yeah. on whatever it is so you when wrote. you meet somebody they already have um a Idea. pre-made version mm-hmm. of you in their head and which is add, hard to beat sometimes you could either shatter it or you can make it concrete yeah it's hard to beat sometimes um what am I trying to say? What was I? Where was I? Traveling. I'm just referring back to travel. No, I'm referring back to having fun while building a future. Oh, yeah. But it all ties into it, though. Like we said, we're a young adult couple. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in the middle of, like, being young and also... I <laughs> no, I mean, like, we're kind of, like, we're still young. We don't have no kids. We tell, don't have... Tell that to my bones that we're still young. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like these bones are feeling. This body's feeling old. <laughs> I'm like two years. Like from why 30, my knees? And I'm like why my knees like hurting? And I'm, I'm 25 knees. years old. I'd be getting out of bed and I'd be in pain. Why I'm I got saying, what is neck going on sprains? Like nearing 30 is probably one of the scariest things we've ever like experienced. 30? We'll, t- we'll talk about that at some point. You're, but like being 30, you said? Nearing 30. Oh, nearing nearing 30. If I was 30 already, Jesus Christ. I'm I was going to say, like, you're not 30 yet. If, if I was 30, I'd be crying right now. Although, <laughs> I'd be feeling like I'm 65 years old. Oh, trust me. I feel like I'm 70 some days. I'd be like, Yo, how am I living? <laughs> Except we don't got no pension coming in. Man, pension. We still got to work for our money. Don't and get, we don't still get have me started to... on this country when it comes to money. Good Lord. <laughs> I feel like, to me, my thoughts is, like, the reason why I put in that should we focus on 
our future now? Like, because... Well, here's a question that I want to ask Are we going to be able to afford a house, let's say? Well, here's a question I want to ask you. Do you think the stability of a relationship can be determined by one couple's maturity? Yeah. Because mm. the reason I ask, because you could be... Let's say you're, like, 21, mm-hmm. and you're traveling with your boyfriend, mm-hmm. who's, like, 22, mm-hmm. 23... But you're both not really in the mature mindset of. Being... We have to start putting in money for a down payment or well, something. Well, not even just down payment. It's more like let's say your or marriage. Your consideration for others. Or oh, your, okay. Something con- that simple. Some the simplistic things of maturity, like you're in a whole new space. You're on an airplane with a bunch of random people yeah. you don't even know. Yeah. And you have to consider your. Let's say, what's that word they call it again? I forgot. Your your level of intimacy. Because, yes, you're young. You're excited. You're with your partner. It's probably mm-hmm. your first trip together. Mm-hmm. And you're probably laughing and cuddling and playing games and all that kind of stuff. Well, you have to be able to manage that level of maturity in public. Because here's just a hint for some of you guys that want to travel to the Middle East. You can't do that over there. Oh, PDA is what you're trying to say. Right. Let, that adds to maturity of a relationship because if you want to do that all the time and let's <laughs> say there's someone you're with someone that knows hey we can't do that all the time mm-hmm. some people get turned off by some that some people yeah they, they take it personally right but it's not personal it's like yo this is the way of the world like we go to Dubai and we're cannot but when you're in love and when you're young it's totally different you it's don't different. see anybody else around you Right, you don't, but that's the difference about maturity, where it's all about you versus consideration of others. So, would you say it's better that you date somebody once you have the maturity? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say have it completely, but when you have that thought of consideration for other people around you or your surroundings in general, I think yeah, I think it's generally better to date somebody if you're um, that is not conceited <laughs> right or at least have the awareness of others around them because not even yeah just, not even just for like maturity reasons but also safety reasons too because you could be immature and then you get yourself hurt and it's like you could yeah. avoid it all this mess yeah, i before, think that's or make ill-fated decisions to like me, bad babe, purchases to me that's a given i would never date anybody that's like that right right but your question is does it aid its, the stability of a relationship yeah and it does, does. It? yeah Totally like, does. You make an ill-fated purchase that could affect you long-term down the line. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you're marrying somebody with credit problems. Or you're marrying yeah. somebody with a, boat, with a boatload of debt that you didn't know about. Yeah. Because of ill-fated decisions on a lack of maturity. But I think you, you can assume they'll have baggage if they have that type. Right. If, they have, if they're immature. Mm-hmm. You can assume they'll have baggage, right? Or if you don't know, then... Find out. And that, and it's the, up to you to find out. And right? that's the scary part that a lot of people don't want to have those discussions. But the beginning steps of dating, I think you're just not going to jump into that right away. You're not. You're not going to ask somebody like, oh, how much debt you have. Right. You're Even gonna, though that should be that should be a thing. You shouldn't ask them that in, You should in the first start place. meeting people and be like, how much debt you got? Well, you shouldn't ask them I want to dip my I would say that's there. a good question to ask somebody like four or five months in. Because once you've once you've hung out with them and seen their spending habits, mm-hmm. and seen how they pay for things or how they go about their day, mm-hmm. once you see them in their like in their routine, then you start 
nitpicking away at those little things not mm-hmm. in a way of like oh i need you to change this, but oh it's like what is this like it's it's curiosity more than it is repair mm-hmm. then when you've done an, enough snooping then you start wondering well does this need repairing or is this fine the way it is mm-hmm. and that's where i think maturity comes into play because if you don't have that goes back to deciding what you want to ex- accept right in a relationship right and if you're gonna accept something you better stick it out mm-hmm. you better stick with that you know decision right you're not just gonna date somebody with debt and then knowing that 10 years later and be like why are we broke well also if you're traveling someplace and your partner is paying for everything mm-hmm. and you're not you're just there for the ride you know what I mean? So it's all those kind of like, that goes into it. It's like, how much are you bringing into this? Not say financially, but overall, how much are you bringing into this? Are you going to bring in that, hey, I can do this, I can do that, you can do this, you can do that. It goes to the conversations we have about taking leads and stuff. You know, those kind of traits can determine the stability of a relationship, especially if it comes to mature decision making. Yeah. And you'll see that your partner will show that to you, whether you find out or not. Mm-hmm. Like, the longer you get to know them, and I wouldn't even say partner, like the person you're dating. Because I feel like if they're your partner, <laughs> you already established that, like, well, we're going to be together. It's kind of like when you ask somebody to be your boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. That, then that's your partner. But when you're dating someone, you're still getting to know them. And you'll see those habits, whether it's, whether it's, you know, someone that can't, that is living, let's say, paycheck to paycheck. Right. Um, then you see how they are with their money. Mm-hmm. Then you can, you know, determine whether they have good habits with money or if they can handle money. Or even if somebody has debt, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. I feel like... Everybody 99.9% of the every every human world being on this planet has debt. debt. <laughs> You'd exactly. be surprised who doesn't. <laughs> it's all about the traits that come with it. Like, yeah, maybe they have a debt, but they work really hard and they're smart with their money. Right. right? Everyone has student debt. Like, mm. the person that says, oh, I wiped out my student debt, how'd you do it? Because I want to know for real, though. But, like, end of the <laughs> day, it's like... Yeah. Everyone has one source of debt, whether it's credit card, whether it's student loans, how you handle your finances, as she said, you have to like. And I think that's a big thing in a relationship. Mm -hmm. People want to say like, oh, I don't care if he has no money and stuff. Which is a lie. (laughs) At at some point, you're going to care. You're going to care. You're going to care. You're really going to care. Because... Or the same way most men be like, oh, I don't mind if she doesn't work and I carry exactly. the Exactly. You're going to care at you're some gonna, point. You're going to feel a little bit of resentment. Because not even resentment. You're going to feel a lot of concern for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, because you're going to start doing most of those things. Mm-hmm. And let's say you're a woman that's do, carrying the load for your man. Well, at some point you wanna, you're going to want to get yourself something. Mm-hmm. But then you figure out, well, I can't really do it because I might have to do this. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a guy that wants to eventually say buy a certain kind of car but you can't because you're constantly having to put away just in case of an emergency for such and such and that in its own right you know you're gonna you're gonna really start caring about those things Mm -hmm. so like i think in line with that people need to watch 
what priorities you bring into the relationship. And that's a maturity thing. Because there are couples out there that one person pays for everything. That's fine. That's fine. But it works for them based on the situation. And they're okay with it. They're okay to be the provider, whether it's the boy or the girl. And both look at their situation, though. Yeah. It's been established like that. Yeah. You need to make those kind of establishments in your relationship. And if that's what you accepted the day you guys were dating, you can't just switch it up. And I think that's where trouble comes in. Mm Mm-hmm. And it goes in line with traveling, too. Like, I'll take our trip to L.A. for an example, where we both collectively had for food. But then I handled flight, you handled hotel, and then rental car was... But we agreed on... But that's what I mean. Establishing, those were established prior to us traveling. You see some people travel, and it's chaos where you leave the house. You can't be like, well, why, why didn't we... If I booked the hotel, let's say, this is just an analogy, mm-hmm. you can't be like, why did we book this hotel? Um, yeah, like, I don't want this one, I want a nicer one. Right. You know, it's like, well, we agreed on this. Exactly. So I get to choose it. I get to choose this part of a, the trip, right. let's say. I think for us, we both sat down mm-hmm. and we looked at the options that were there. And then we've picked the one that we both yeah. were okay with. And with that said, you have to consider your partner in whatever you're doing. Yeah. That's a, the biggest thing I've learned in like a relationship imagine, is... Like, imagine you get a hotel and then it's like, great. And then I have a hotel room, great. But then my bed is like a, a twin. Yeah. I'm the size of a Loch Ness monster. Like, <laughs> that's not going to work. Mm. Whereas you have to consider the, the intangibles with the room. But that's, like I said, we sat down. And we literally discussed our options. We discussed the things that would work for us, that rental car that would work perfectly for us mm-hmm. on the budget that we set, the restaurants we wanted to go to, even though to those restaurants, some of y'all was mid as hell. But point of the matter is, is like, we had fun because mm-hmm. it was planned out. We followed that plan. If there was an audible throne, we didn't just say we're doing this. No, we discussed it with each other because end of the day, we're both being impacted and by it this. It goes back to knowing what we agreed on mm-hmm. from the beginning. Exactly. That's the lesson of <laughs> the relationship mm-hmm. is that you should know. If you don't know what you agreed on five years in, I don't know, you need to reevaluate that. If you're five right? years in and you don't know what you agreed on, I really have concerns with like, your It's like, oh, why all of a sudden. My dude wants to do this, and, you know, my dude doesn't want to buy a property or something. like. Which is kind of weird if you think about it, but... <laughs> but that's just, like, an example. Right. I'm just yeah. saying there are people like that, but I'm just saying that's kind of weird if you just change after five years. You don't want to buy no more property. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> or change. Just change after a couple right. of years. But it's, people change every day. I think what, I think what, I'm, what I'm trying to point out is that... If you have agreements made initially, mm-hmm. all of a sudden those agreements change over time. What was causing those changes that you didn't mm-hmm. discuss with your partner about? You know what I mean? So, in essence, what ties to another part of an importance to a relationship, communication. Yeah. You don't have okay. it. All these things that we talked about so far line up with communication. Oh, yeah. So it's like if you don't have communication, communication in your isn't like, everything. I told I told you about this a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's vital. <laughs> like 
with airplanes, for mm. example, if you don't communicate, yeah, everybody's dying. Pretty much. Yeah. You will die if you don't yeah. communicate at all. Or something as simple as like when you're on the road mm-hmm. and you don't turn your signal on. Mm-hmm. You're trying to turn somewhere. Edmonton drivers. I don't know. I don't know where you're going. I don't know. We're not in communication right now. Mm-hmm. So listen, listen to all those that drive across Canada. Your indicator is meant to save your life. It's not. It's not a hindrance. Like it's not for. <laughs> it's not because I want you to do it. It's because I want safety. <laughs> I want right? to get. I want to get home. And like, communication. I feel like it's not because I want you to communicate with me. It's mm-hmm. because it just makes things easier. Super well, obviously, easy. I want you to communicate with me but i mean like it's not like it's for me it's for both of us yeah like it benefits both parties at the end yeah so it's not initially and that's too it's like traveling without communicating with your partner you're destined to have a bad trip yeah it's not even like oh we could probably do it no if you don't communicate with your partner prior to you leaving the house actually no i got a better one you don't communicate with your partner prior to making the purchase of the tickets and the hotel, all that stuff, you're going to have a bad trip. I guarantee it. Because in light with all the maturity aspects we talked about, the decision making, all that, if you don't talk about it, what are you, what, <laughs> where, where is it going at that point? What are we doing over here? It's like even we go further back, talking about our goals, talking about the things that we want out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't communicate that with your partner. You just say the lousy basic stuff that everyone else says generically. It's like, have a generic relationship. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, six months down the line, you're talking about something so in-depth that your partner's looking at you like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. The first thought that could come to their mind, who are you getting this information from? But if you keep saying it's from you, well, why didn't you say this at the beginning? Because I wasn't thinking about it. Why didn't you think about it? Because <laughs> clearly you want it now. You clearly thought about it at some point, and then you just didn't yeah. say it. Because you what? I just didn't know. Well, say everything you know and don't know. Because it can be discussed, whether it's real or not. Some people just don't know. And that's the problem. You should know what you want in a partner. So if you know if you know what you want in a partner, you should know what comes with them being your partner. Mm-hmm. Or you should know what you want to come with them mm-hmm. being your partner. Mm-hmm. And then they'll tell you what they bring, line that up to see with what you want. If the boxes are being checked off, perfect. If the boxes are not being checked off, but you're not a fatalist, work on it. But if you're a fatalist, throw it to the wind because you're, you're bad for everybody in that situation. So ideally... Communicate with your partner. Plan your trips ahead of time. Your travel will be flawless. We're just flawless. talking about traveling now. Hmm? We're just tra- talking about traveling now. Well, the basis of traveling come to the flu- come to the fluidity of a relationship. You know, if you're able to travel. So you're saying it's necessary. It's not. I'm not saying that it's necessary, but I'm saying it, it's beneficial. Yes. You don't need to travel to do it's all the things you said, it. but it's we're lining we're lining things up as to like. It, yeah. We're referencing it to travel because that's what we do. However, you don't have to if you've never if you've never left the state you live in and you've been with your partner for ten years. That doesn't mean you'll never have a good relationship. Exactly. But, yeah. But it's like end of the day, we're referencing it to what's worked for us. Yeah. If you've done the similar to us, great. If you haven't, don't think we're not talking to you. At the end of the day, yeah. I don't know my I'll take I know friends that I've known for a while who have not gone on an airplane in their life 
but I've been in relationships more than like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Their partner, same thing, have never been on an airplane. But that's fine. Yeah. You can find things in your own town, find things in your own city, but everything that you do based on communication, maturity, decision making can be done without getting on an airplane or a train or a bus. Mm. It can happen in your own house. You choose the kind of outfit you want to wear that your partner can make a comment about and you Mm -hmm. take it to a different light than what they expected to take. Mm -hmm. Or simply making a meal that your partner just doesn't really think is that delicious, but you think it's the greatest thing on planet Earth since sliced bread. So it's like, what do you think to happen? All those things, communication, decision making, and maturity, line up with each other. At least that's my that's my spiel. Completely on a tangent on the on the topic that we I wanted to brush on, but it's still good, still good information. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> my question was in the beginning was. Can you have fun while building a future together? In light of everything we talked about, yes. Yes. However, I think so. If you miss some of the things that we said, as in communication, maturity, decision making, you probably won't have that much fun. Maybe at the beginning you will. But, but when those. It's always fun in the beginning. Yeah, puppy dog love. But when this, that stage ends and you start seeing things for real, for real, those three things that have been said before you don't apply them you're kind of being like okay this isn't fun this is more like this is just work <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we go to work go to bed mm-hmm. come home eat go to bed exactly go to work. so it's like communicate with your partner make good decisions and be mature about what y'all want to do whether it's travel whether it's go out to eat whether it's and activities. be in the same page on that exactly you'll have fun <laughs> And you'll build your relationship even further based on those positive qualities. There you go. Negative things will happen too, but you learn from those negative experiences. And that's where communication and you'll does be able to help. build in the future. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be able to start building once you've established, like, yes, this is the person I choose. Once you've gone through that big obstacle of, like, I actually do, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with this person. Mm hmm. I think that's when you start thinking about, okay, what's next? Like, what's next in this stage? I feel like being in a serious relationship also makes you feel like an adult. Mm -hmm. You know? Because... You should feel like an adult. It's a very adult thing to have. It's a very adult thing to have, being in a a serious relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, oh, let's go... On a date and mm-hmm. try out this new restaurant, or it's not just that. It's just, it's also like, okay, what are your plans for the future? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to have kids? Do you what kind of car do you plan to have? Want to get married? What kind of house are you looking to have? Yeah, like what kind you of you have to arrange your finances when it comes to that as well. How do you like to spend your money and? And what versions do you want to spend your money long term? Because yeah. that also means something. Like, if you're a constant credit card user, your partner needs to know that. Because, hey, yeah. the bill's going to come at a certain time of the month. So that's why it feels like it feels like you're so adulty. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like you're such an adult when you're in a serious relationship. But you have to be. Because being in a serious relationship also kind of relates to being stable. Mm-hmm. Not that you have to be in a relationship to be stable. You can be stable on your own. Oh, yeah. But as a young adult relationship, 
when it's serious, serious, when it's the real deal, you feel like you're grown, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. But it all adds up to you having fun. Yeah. Because once all those things are completed, all that's left to do is have fun. Especially when you don't have no kids yet. Right. Dink life. Oh, that's the best life there is. (laughs) But I will never... I will never For say now. that because, like, when you have a child, and I've seen it from others, when you have a kid, it does bring more to the relationship. But, yeah, like, so the consensus is that you can have fun while you're building your future with the person you've already chosen. Mm-hmm. And that's chosen as in, like, no questions asked. Because mm-hmm. sometimes making that big decision is actually hard. Because mm-hmm. when you're. Like, I'm not saying I'm young, but I'm not saying I'm old either. When you're coming to that conclusion of, like, this is the person, it'll be, like, you'll still have to consider, like, but I'm also still this, you know. It's a lot of things. I would say when you're going to make that kind of decision or at least think about it, think about it on your own. Because I know men already have, like, that thing of this is the one. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's where men and women differ, because mm-hmm. men will know. But mostly, I would say you need to you need to think about it on your own. Don't, yeah, you need to come to that. Don't let conclusion. the person you're with influence that decision. Even sure. though you're considering choosing them. Exactly, you have to think about it on your own. Put yourself first in that list. Like, how does this work for me? Yeah. How does this benefit me? What are the cons of this? I think for me? that's necessary for a woman right. because. And then do it for the partner that you want to have as your partner at that point. Then make that list for them. Mm-hmm. But do your own list first because if your own list is incomplete and you're only filling it up for them, you're not going to be happy in the long run. Yeah. And for women, especially, you definitely have to do that because women think based on emotion and a lot of times they think everything's great but if you don't think everything's going to be good long term don't jump into it because mm-hmm. then you're going to start kicking yourself who are you really serving yourself or the person or it just looks good for the moment but you don't really like them like that right a right women also think like that right a true committed relationship should be able to not just serve your partner but serve yourself like remember in harlem episode in harlem where Mm -hmm. angie starts dating this rich guy and she didn't end up really liking him because of something that he lacked obviously Obviously, but it's just like it's like sometimes not gonna lie well i'm gonna say from my own personal experience and i'm not gonna generalize all the women but sometimes we date like we're looking like how do i am I going to explain this? We date like we are looking through rose-colored glasses. Is that the right reference? Where it's just like we just highlight all the good things. You said this was a woman reference, so I have no idea about this. But like I'm saying like, is that the right analogy? Is that the right saying? Like rose-colored glasses? As in you see everything's good and not bad. You just, when you're looking at someone and you're, you're trying to date them, you're looking, you're highlighting all the good parts of them. But you never see any of the bad parts. Until you're really in it for real, for real. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that's how women date. Or that's, that's from my... Men look at it as, you know, everything's great. And then you have PNC. And then you're just like, it's oh, PNC. post-nut clarity. 
So essentially, men are quick on their feet when they think versus women. Women will literally analyze. Not even just analyze. Women will literally sit there for days. Analyze. And contemplate. You just explain what I just I know, but I'm not trying to use a simple word. I'm trying to like broaden it. (laughs) Trying to broaden it. Because some people you just said what I I know, but there are some people that don't know what analyzing means. You literally just define analyze. I know. But I'm just, and then you said no. I'm okay, my bad. The point of that is like <laughs> Well I'm trying Y'all to caught say, that, right? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is women will sit there and contemplate for days. Whereas men will probably do it after one night. Yeah. Which is very simplistic, but that's because men are simple creatures. Women are wired differently. Let's not get into that. <laughs> it's not a negative thing to say. It's not, but that's a whole another black hole. <laughs> what were we saying earlier? Now I forgot. Well, it started with traveling, and then we just dived into like dip how traveling affects different no, I'm, of No, I'm. Oh yes, no, I remember. So yeah, once you've chosen your person, mm-hmm. then you have to consider that decision in every single step of your relationship. That's really what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I would say in reference, make your decisions wisely, communicate, go in with a mature mindset, and you'll have fun. Because there's nothing like having fun in a relationship versus having fun with yourself. Like, you can have fun by yourself in yeah. a relationship, too. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. But something different when you actually have someone that you want to share it with and actually share it with, you know? Yeah. And considering all these things and you just have fun while you do it. You you have somebody to share it with now, mm-hmm. right? You have somebody to share your adult money with. Adult money. Adult. That sounds so bad. <laughs> adult money. <laughs> it's like Monopoly that you graduate to adult Adults. Money. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're making money as an adult now. You have someone to spend it with. Right. Or on. Or on. <laughs> so enjoy it and have fun with it. And your just mean- don't forget to keep each other accountable. Like Your means for ambition become more valued. When you're with somebody. Because mm-hmm. now it's not just working for yourself. Exactly. It's working for them. You have someone to be motivated for. Right. And it's a good thing. Don't be afraid with mm-hmm. doing that. Oh, yeah. And that's where the fun comes in, I think. Is you see that there's value in, in everything that you do. Because there's someone else enjoying it with you. Agreed. Yeah. So, we just close it off with that. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it. All right. Well, we thank you for tuning into episode one. We hope that it's been educational. Or just hearing us rant, I guess. Or inspiring for those of you single out there trying to listen to something. You know what? We are still learning. Oh, we're not in no shape or form. We're not perfect. In no way, shape, or form. Yo, don't come for my English. I'm I'm foreign. Stop it, you know. <laughs> I was not born here, okay? Um, but what I was trying to say is that I am foreign. Well, you are, but... Yeah. Okay, let's end it there. I'm born. like a foreigner. I'm a foreigner. <laughs> I was born in the Philippines. You don't talk like a foreigner, though. Your English is better than most people that live here, so... No, I'm a foreigner, so You'd be don't surpri- come for my English. You'd be surprised how much better your English is than people that are actually born here. It's all right. <laughs> um... 
yeah, we are no in no way, shape, or form experts about relationships for sure. We're oh, still we're growing. I don't even classify us as experts at all. I think we're just I think observers. Yeah, I think we're just to honestly, this is the first relationship I've had where it's super serious and I'm showing you off to my titas and my <laughs> so, same thing here. Yeah, my titas, you know, know about you. My mom knows about you. Same with my mom. Fred. My friends know about you. Mm-hmm. And that's never been a thing. Same on this end. That's never been a thing for me. So I would consider that pretty serious. And with that comes with a lot of... Responsibility. Learning and a lot of growth. So we are just, you know, getting to know each other constantly mm-hmm. on this um, platform. and It should be like that every day. I hope there it are... also sparks oh. something with your partner. And it helps enrich. A good piece of advice I've learned from couples that have been married for a while. They said they it's an adventure every day. Yeah. An if adventure you, you're willing to take. If you stop, if it comes to a point where you're not really thinking about something new or learning something new from your partner in a good way, that's when they say there's usually a lag. Yeah. But it's, it's learning about relationships as well. Right. Because when you grow up, you have a certain outlook on relationships and when you're actually in one with a whole different person that you've never known before mm-hmm. it's completely different oh yeah and all those things that you've imagined is just you know mm-hmm. not really quite what happens take it one step one step at a time day at a time and give some grace to your partner they're not perfect mm-hmm. and you're not either I'm not perfect. Me neither. I'm far from. (laughs) Far from. Good Lord. (laughs) Those of you that know me know I am far from. (laughs) And will never live like it. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope to pull out more episodes like this. And don't be shy or don't be afraid to send us a message. Hey, send a DM what you want to talk about. Can you send a message on this? Platform? You can, like Spotify or we something? We can DM on like an Instagram page. Instagram, TikTok. Like DM us what you want us to talk about. We'll address it. Yeah. We'll do a Q&A. Yeah. Well, like we have TikTok, we have Instagram, Spotify, and like Anchor, I think you can send well, a message on there, right? No. No, you can't. Okay. It's just a recording platform. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, recording Whatever it is. We'll establish a page for communication. And there we go. Oh, that's the <laughs> bottom line. But we eventually we do want to hear from you guys that yeah. hear us and think, well, if this you're is also an adult, yeah, not y- young adult couple. Full adults. Going through, you know, times and we will want to know and we want to know if we're helping. It's just us or if there's lots of us out there. And if we're helping. Yeah. If we're not, well, I guess we're just entertaining, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just listening to us on your way to work or something. Man, that's what I do. If there was nothing else to listen to. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I guess. Hopefully we're we're not the last resort. Right. <laughs> With that, we'll end it off here. It's been me, Jordy. And Ariel. We hope you come and tune in with us on another date night in. Date night in. Should you chase, choose to stay inside, I should say, because it's about to be summer. <laughs> Date night inside. Okay. See you next time. <laughs>